The Dark Times is not intended for younglings, foundlings, or Padawan learners. Ask your Game Master's permission before listening. The Dark Times is not intended for younglings, foundlings, or Padawan learners. Ask your Game Master's permission before listening. Aren't you a little bit short for a podcaster? Huh? Oh, the microphone. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. You're who? I'm here to rescue you. I've got your R2 unit. I'm here with the Dark Times Podcast. The Dark Times Podcast? (laughs) Welcome back to the Dark Times Podcast. We're back to the Dark Times Podcast. It's my birthday. Not anymore. It's not, Steven. It's not anymore. You can't get me twice twice in a row with that one. Only works once a year, buddy. We've got some episode feedback from friend of the show, Lil Literalist. Uh, He pointed out that area attacks don't get the minus five penalty from shooting into melee. According to Q35 of the Saga Edition FAQ, that is wonderfully preserved up on the wiki. Uh, Oftentimes, when using explosives, you'll just roll the damage and pretend to examine the rules, then say, yep, looks like that's good enough. But for times when you actually want to figure out the HP, players will want to know how much HP the target has in case they need to use more than one charge. Uh, Lil Literalist, these are his words, naturally. Uh, I made a spreadsheet to allow the players to make knowledge physical sciences checks and then spit out a random number that the PC has calculated. Uh, That's really freaking cool. You can find that spreadsheet in Lil Literalist's big list of resources uh, listed in the Swissy Discord and the Swissy subreddit. And links to those are both in the description. Yep, stickied right to the top of the subreddit. You can't miss it. I looked it over, and shit, I'm a sucker for a good spreadsheet. And this is a good spreadsheet. We got conditional formatting. We've got columns and rows. Pretty typical of a spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, while we're on it, though... uh, Shout out to the Swissy subreddit putting us in the in the sidebar, huh? Yeah, I don't yeah know. we made it, Mom! We, <laughs> Mom, we're in the subreddit sidebar. I don't know when we were put in there, uh, but I assume Zarin, the, the mod for the Swissy subreddit, put us there. Thank you so much. We're right next to the Order 66 podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's an honor. Second place is first loser, Steven, and that's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, whoever put us up there, if it was you, Zarin, uh, thank you for the support. That means a lot to us. Uh, Steven. Yeah. Uh, you know what day is coming up uh, pretty, pretty soon? What? You know, tomorrow at time of listening. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's a, it's a very important holidays this yeah. week. <laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> no. People, they say happy holidays. <laughs> that's awful. Uh, yeah, it's 420. 420's is coming up. So this is our 420 episode. Yes. Yeah, and. Just- Sorry, it's just really funny to me. And what if my Swissy players, who are all super cool guys, wanna wanna partake in that wacky tabacky? Is well, there is there something is there some sort of Star Wars sci-fi equivalent for that? Well, the answer to your question, Sam, is sort of. So <laughs> most Star Wars fans will know. Everyone knows that spice is in Star Wars. Uh and and I'm reading Dune, Dune Saga right now. I just finished God Emperor of Dune, the fourth book. And I thought I'd start with Spice and Dune, compare it to Spice and Star Wars, and then we can talk a bit about drugs in role-playing games and, and what that looks like when it's done responsibly. So George Lucas was a huge Dune fan. Star Wars fans out there, please read Dune. Watch the movie that just came out. It's really good. Shout out to Timothy Chalamet. Let's get him on the show. Well, I would weeks. love to have him on the show. Yeah, he'll be on the show in two weeks. Look out for that. Look out for that one. Uh, Dune... 
inspired a lot of of what makes Star Wars great. And if you just crack open the book, you'll see immediately why and how. And it's very helpful for for um, DMing as well, or GMing rather. Spice and Dune is a highly addictive narcotic that imparts longevity uh, to its users, as well as increased empathy at very low doses. Uh, the Fremen, the the native inhabitants of Dune, partake of spice in their daily diet. Uh, it's in all the food they eat. It's in everything they drink. Uh, it's also plays a key part in a, in a major ritual of theirs. At large doses, it can induce powerful episodes of prescient visions at the risk of poisoning and potentially psychosis. Uh, some individuals, including the main character, Paul Atreides, are more sensitive to, to Spice's effects than others. Uh, it's exclusively found on the planet Arrakis, also known as Dune, and it is ubiquitous across the planet's surface. That's a desert planet. The drug is literally infused into the sand of that desert planet. Uh, Spice has some very interesting origins that are, are a little spoilery. So even though that book came out, what was it, 1967? Um, <laughs> yeah, really early on. <laughs> I think people should get into Dune more. Um, and so I won't tell them the, the key, the secret to Spice. They'll have to find out for themselves. A tiny bit of paprika. <laughs> just enough. Just enough. Just a hint. Paprika's really good. I know. I didn't grow up using it, but like, because, you know, my housemate, he's German, so he's a lot yeah. of paprika. The color in parts is nice, but the flavor. Oh, absolutely. Really good. In Spice and Star Wars, it's very similar, but different for a few key ways here. Spice is an illegal substance that possesses extreme narcotic qualities and comes in several forms that we'll go over here in just a sec. It's mind-altering properties, including limited telepathy. So you can kind of see the inspiration from Dune there. Highly addictive, can lead to paranoid delusions and other mental illnesses. Um, quick uh, nitpick here. It seems in Star Wars, maybe someone out here knows more, spice is kind of interchangeable umbrella term for any drug or any illegal controlled narcotic. I think you can get away with using it like that in your game. As far... You sh- well, they sure as hell aren't just saying drugs. Yeah, in Star true. Wars. You know, I gotta keep that, uh, was it the FCC? <laughs> the government yeah. Disney censors. The cool thing, about, and I, I think spice also refers to a specific type of drug as well as drugs in general, but... Spice, as it's touched on in Saga Edition Scum and Villainy, it's mined on Kessel, where it's produced by energy spiders that live deep within the asteroid. It's, an ex- it's like an excrement or something? I or? mean, it has to be, right? It says produced by. It's got to oh, be maybe some it's sort like of byproduct. Bees, though. Wait, wait, is honey just bee shit? No, it's bee not. Spit. It's vomit. bee spit. Spit vomit. So maybe it's of. spider vomit. Maybe. I mean, whatever you want to come out of the spider and eat for your <laughs> high, you feel, that's your business. Whatever you feel comfortable enough yeah. consuming from the spider. That's I know those energy is. spiders are, are like also eating prisoners on Kessel, too. So like that's you're basically. <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. They're they're mining up like their excrement and shit. <laughs> Man, so, so these are like big spiders. I think they're pretty big spiders. That's I mean, I, I don't imagine like a tiny. But sp- when you say energy spider, I think of some pretty fearsome. Oh yeah, I mean, Star Wars loves big spiders. The white knobby spider, classic. <laughs> the spiders from the Mandalorian. See, those are white knobby spiders. Oh, I'm sorry, them- <laughs> sorry, those spiders from Rebels. Oh, yeah, well, you know, same same spider. Um, they're not the same. Spider. They're the same spider, bitch. <laughs> All right, I yield. I yield. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Careful, it's the drug episode. You don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Those are the same spiders. Yes, bitch. they're both white knobby spiders. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> that was really funny. That's why I was repeating it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. 
Yeah, um, really cool to see those resurrected in Mandalorian. I think that that appearance, we already talked about how much I love that episode. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Uh, spice dealing is a lucrative and highly illegal business. Customs officers are looking for spice. They're extremely vigilant, and they will always require substantial bribes to look the other way. Gruff the crime dog, take a bite out of crime. Think about it this way. Uh, that was funny, that Thanks. reference, by Thank the you. way. Think, <laughs> think about it this way. If those office, those customs officers, they will... I look at either how much you're going to pay them or how much they can make from selling your spice. <laughs> Precisely. We know corruption is rife throughout the Star Wars galaxy, no matter who it's coming from. Customs officers want that spice, baby. They're, they're veritable spice hands of their own. Huts are often involved in spice smuggling and closely monitor their supply chain. Keep that in mind when the party comes across a seemingly random crate of spice. Like, what the hell's up with that? Is it a plant? Is oh, it, yeah. Is That's... It- Definitely a plant. Is it a Chudawunga, like, the next big payout for a local <laughs> lord? Like, come on. Also, this is uh, some trivia from Sam. The word for a drug dealer in Star Wars slang is slithmonger. I thought it was, like, slithmonger. Sli- is that what that says? It's S-L-Y-T-H-M-O-N-G-E-R. Slithmonger. You're putting another L in there that's not in there. Spice and Swissy. Okay, we gave you the rundown of how it works in the lore according to the Scum and Villainy book. There's a few varieties given to us by both Scum and Villainy, Legacy Era, oh, and of course, Galaxy of Intrigue and Unknown Regions. Uh, first one up, Glitter Stim. One dose moves the user minus two persistent steps down the condition track that can only be removed after two hours of rest. They can make untrained use the force checks to activate telepathy, even if they aren't force sensitive. Incredible. Kind of fun. I can think of a lot of cool ideas for that. Maybe uh, some sort of heist or other mission that requires silent communication using simple phrases. Um, And you do the whole heist while down two steps in the condition track. Hey. That sounds really cool. When your glitter stemmed up. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And there's Tempest. This is a pretty fun one. It basically just gives you access to a rage if you don't have it already. It's a plus two to melee attack and damage rolls. Can't use skills that require concentration. The book lists mechanics, stealth, and use the force as examples. I think use computer should be in here too. Uh, a fit of rage lasts a number of rounds equal to five plus the character's con mod. At the end of the rage, you move down one persistent step down the condition track. Takes ten minutes to recuperate. Taking more than one dose in a 24-hour period moves the user minus four steps down the condition track, those are persistent. They must rest for eight hours. So would uh, a character that gains the rage uh, due to like their species, would they get an additional rage per day from taking Tempest? <sighs> isn't, isn't a rage once per day? Am I crazy? By like by default? Yeah. yeah. I think like a Wookiee is a Wookie once, per is like once per day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say so. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I can't really think of a reason not to. It's not like what. Well, like what if a Wookiee takes Tempest, then nothing happens. Like I think an additional <laughs> rage is is totally fair there. Um, I wouldn't like say they do a Tempest rage and then they're like species rage. I wouldn't give them the minus four. Oh, definitely not. Steps. No, no, because that, that's that's not the same as using it. Well, Sam, we're here at Death Sticks. You want to buy some Death Sticks? You don't want to sell me Death Sticks. I don't want to sell you Death Sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. I'll never forget that scene. Um, my dad, like, you know, watching Star Wars as like an infant, he'd always point at that. Like, look, look, drugs bad. Obi-Wan <laughs> says drugs are bad. Don't forget. 
Obi Wan drugs Obi Wan says drugs are bad. Pretty much, like, yeah. holding the head of his like toddler child like too close to the TV. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Sorry, Dad. McGruff the Jedi Knight says drugs Gruff are bad. Gruff the Jedi Knight. That's so f- Gruff the Bothan Jedi. Gruff Knight. the Bothan Jedi Knight. That's fucking sick. Uh, dust sticks apparently come in many forms, not just sticks, baby. It's it's whatever you want, including a, a liquid additive that you can slip into your, your little cocktail there if you like. Uh, they are highly addictive and measurably short in the user's lifespan. They can also dull the connection to the force. Famously, Edgelord Cade Skywalker uses them to stimmy his uh, ancestor Luke Skywalker's force ghosts, uh, constantly telling him to be a be a good boy and, and do good by the Skywalker name. Um, God, that is a, a trope I hate so much. Genuinely, <laughs> I need to do drugs to to Be- not to, to not follow my destiny. <laughs> yeah, like okay, cool. Like, there, I'm sure there's Kate Skywalker fans listening right now, and I genuinely think that's great. Legacy era has some pretty cool ideas. Uh, telling a Star Wars story, hundreds centuries removed from not hundreds of centuries, hundreds of years, centuries removed from the original trilogy is cool. That's genuinely. I wish we would see more of that. But um, making it, I think it's a product of its time. Like, oh, absolutely, early 2000s, it is. Yeah, uh, very, very, very edgy. Um, a little tired. If you disagree with me and want to tell me I'm wrong, write us at darktimeswissy at gmail dot com. Tell me why Cade Skywalker is actually the coolest guy ever. Dust sticks give you a plus one to attacks and defenses. They give you a minus ten penalty to use the force checks, and you can't spend force points while under the effects of death sticks. This euphoria lasts about an hour. Each subsequent use reduces that by five minutes. At the end of the duration, roll plus ten, including a plus one for each previous use of death sticks. If it hits, oh, roll that against their fortitude defense. Sorry. If it hits, the user is addicted. Addicted users move down one step on the condition track every day. They don't use death sticks. If the character goes for one whole week without death stick use, they die. No, they can be attempted to be cured with a DC 25 treat injury check. But they'd be helpless, right? Well, I think so. I mean, so they go down a step on the condition track, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If they go, oh yeah, they'd be they would be wow, like catatonic by the end of that, huh? My, my weed. <laughs> I need it. (laughs) (laughs) This sucks, right? Like, plus one to attack and defense, and it's extremely addictive. Yeah, death sticks are pretty bad. Like, I'm sorry. I know a lot of these spices could be improved, and honestly, the fact that they're all supposedly very addictive, but only one has, like, a by-the-numbers addiction mechanic. um, Well, they gotta have, like, I think... What what book were they introduced in? Like, what is this? Galaxy at War? Or of the Galaxy? Scum and Villainy. Oh, Scum and Villainy. Yeah, well, and then Death Sticks were Legacy Era, but uh, yeah, Scum and Villainy. I, I just feel like the, it's hard to make something that's going to balance well. Because like, look, let's look at Fallout. Yeah. Fallout, there's drugs in Fallout. Yeah. you A character stops, takes fucking 30 drugs, and can like headshot three dudes in a row, and then, oh no, I'm addicted to the drugs. I'm going to get more drugs that make me a great shot. Like, that's that's really the thing. It, you got to find that line to make, like, well, okay, let's be honest. Drugs in real life 
other than recreational drugs, are just universally bad. <laughs> like, just fuck you up permanently. <laughs> so it's hard to really translate that in a way where it's like, looking at your Star Wars, like, no one does drugs because they know they're going to get a benefit to attack and defense from doing it, Steven. <laughs> That's a very good point. That is a very good point, not something I considered. And I guess if the spice, if the drugs in Swissy were much better than they are, then every character would be chuffing splink pills all day long. <laughs> Because it makes you a better shot. Everyone knows Splink Pills. Also gives you a boner for six hours. <laughs> Do six-hour erection, and you can headshot a motherfucker from 30 meters away. I should homebrew one that does exactly that. Explicitly gives you an erection. Viagra in the Star Wars universe. Even if you don't have external genitalia, you have an erection now. It's, it's some, you get a growth. You, just, you get a protrusion on yeah. your crotch. Man, that's disgusting. Awful. I can hear the downloads like ticking down. Yeah, they love it when we talk about cock, so <laughs> better keep it up. There's more, Steven. Is there more drugs? There's more drugs, Sam. I've I'm I'm looking through the bin here. Let me shuffle around here. I'm, I'm looking. Oh, here here's some Nerian spice. Hey. This is an emergent narcotic from the fringe. It's recently been gaining momentum among the black sun in the huts. It's actually derived from a Nice little low-lying fungal weed called mire nettle. Imbibing provides an instant second wind, moving up plus one step on the condition track and plus five to your damage threshold for one whole hour. And you get plus five to use the force checks only for using the far-seeing force power. After it wears off, the user enters a state of, it says right here verbatim, near catatonia, which I did not know was a word, Gives you a minus five penalty to your wisdom score for four hours. So, sure. Nearing Spice, second win, bam. Feeling good, one step up the condition track, bam, bam, bam. Plus five to your damage threshold for an hour. You're feeling awesome. After that, though, you're like... Near Catatonia, would that be helpless? Would that be five steps down the condition track? So it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. But it would be a lot like that, I think. I think you could take it a bit further and, and like maybe give him, hit him with that half speed penalty. Maybe oh, even move okay. him down all the way to the condition track. I don't know. That, that seems like or a maybe bit like much. force grip only takes swift actions or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Near Catatonia and then only minus five whiz. I, I, I'm feeling like a discrepancy there. Maybe near Catatonia isn't a, a proper word. Near Catatonia sounds like a really cool like math rock band. Near Catatonia that. is like a Star Wars band. Yeah. <laughs> And last, but certainly not least, uh, Cryotin. It's one you want, of the you old... want to run that one by me again, Chief? Cryotin? <laughs> no, last, but certainly not least. Did last... you hear how you said it? How did I say it? <laughs> Leithed. <laughs> last, but certainly not least. Sorry, it's, it's the it's the near catatonia from the Nerian Spice I imbibed earlier. Cryotin! It's one of the oldest known narcotics in the galaxy. It's been outlawed in every major government since the times of the Old Republic. Um... Well, I, uh, I'll read this and then get into how I feel about cryotin. Makes a user euphoric and greatly susceptible to suggestion. Mainly used recreationally, but also usable for interrogation and brainwashing purposes, presumably at higher doses. Um, I like this uh, entry in the Unknown Region Sourcebook because it tells you literally nothing about how you should run <laughs> this. Like, like, and I don't. It doesn't need mechanics, of course, to no, be course useful not. in the story. But like, it's like, yeah, here. Do you think this is what probe droids use? 
I, I do. The, the, the like torture drawer yeah, is like the one way. Yeah, I absolutely I think. And no, it's all good. I absolutely think one of those crazy, scary little syringes is absolutely packed with cryotin. Does this is th- there's a persuasion drug that makes an appearance in Alphabet Squadron? Is it this one? It, well, I don't think it's mentioned by name. Oh, okay. But like, I don't recall. But like, that's a big part of it. Oh yeah, she constantly talks about that droid and how it, it could easily make her. <laughs> make that's like. <laughs> One of the most compelling um, characters in that in that series is just the in droid. Star Wars in general. That that like therapist, the therapist torture droid, droid is, torture droid. It's so cool. Genuinely, one of the more interesting Star Wars characters like ever. Always the droids. Oh wow! Actually, Crowton does not make an appearance outside of the unknown region source book. Well, good. So, that's fine. Well, so it's it's illegal. So the Empire just calls it something else. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad bad juice. <laughs> Bad, no good, bad, uh, eat bad juice. That sounds like what the Gungans would call it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the bad, bad juice. I, I don't want to do a Gungan voice on air. I don't want to do a Gungan voice on air. Oh, God. Oh, Damn. man. Okay. Steven. What? Drugs. What about them? How do I use these in my Swissy game? Very, what, what do very I do? carefully. They don't seem like, they don't seem like there's a lot there. They're... Definitely isn't, especially as far like other things in Swissy go. They're they're leaving a lot in the hands of the GM, which is often an intentional choice in Swissy. The Rodney Thompson designer, as we always say, wanted GMs to have a lot of freedom. Uh, and if you love him so much, why don't you have him host the podcast with you, huh? You know, I'm working on it. <laughs> We're actually talking how like logistically we can replace you. He's got his own editing guy, so we might just. Like, it's going to be like the Rodney and Steve show. But you're still going to have me edit you. Yeah, <laughs> you'll edit my audio track, and then his guy will edit his audio track, and none of it will be you. Anyway. So, yeah, there's there's a little left to be desired here, but I did some digging, and, and we do have more to work with than I initially thought here. As always, like we say, Swissy intentionally leaves a lot in the hands of the GM. You're going to have to work a lot of this out at your table. That's that's just the game we're playing. For Pricing, I was like, well, shit, there's no credit pricing in, in these entries. What the hell am I doing? I consulted the trade goods table in the wealth beyond credits section in the core rulebook. And I scrolled down there and oh, about uh, three quarters of the way down. One kilogram of common spice, whatever that may be to you, is a thousand credits. One gram of exotic spice, again, that's it's up to you exactly what qualifies as exotic spice, is going to be 20 credits. So that's, of course, a little math tells us that's 20,000 credits for a kilogram of exotic spice. So, woo! Woo! I did it like tw- 20 times a thousand, right? That's... Uh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, that's cool. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. The met- I know the metric system's hard for us as Americans to understand, but I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can figure I, it out. I use it in my everyday job. <laughs> <laughs> I, like have to know the metric system oh, to man. do my job. Anyway, uh, in terms of the long term effects of your party using drugs beyond what's described with the drugs themselves, as always, a party regularly dabbling in controlled or illegal or regulated materials should always be scrutinized by the local power holders, be they police forces, pirates, crime lords, city officials. Like we talked about in previous episodes, if they are hoarding a bunch of explosives 
hoarding a bunch of other illegal shit, that's going to draw scrutiny. There's going to be consequences, uh, even maybe as something as petty thugs coming to steal their drug stash. Now, something I see a lot, Sam, something I see wrong, done poorly a lot, uh, whether it be like in a show or, or at the table. How do you role play drug use? A lot of people who don't do drugs, a lot of people who maybe aren't very familiar with his, his drugs as they want to be kind of take on this default like Hollywood understanding of drug use and it makes you crazy it it turns you into a completely different person and uh, these ideas of course are, are deeply rooted in lots of misinformation that's been distributed on all levels of society about drugs for the past like I don't know three centuries or so it's important to consider what role drugs are going to play in your campaign and a lot of different people have different comfort levels about drugs so this is I'm putting the stamp down this is definitely a session zero topic to consider. Many people just aren't comfortable with the subject for a variety of reasons, and that's okay. You know, they aren't lames because they don't want to role play drug use at the table Thank with God you. God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> and, and drugs are a genuinely fun and, and fascinating plot device. Again, see Dune. Uh, but consider the reasons for bringing drugs to your game. If you want to bring drugs to the table to shock and scare your players, that's probably not a great idea but if you want to explore altered states of consciousness the inequities that are kind of baked into the reasons behind drug use and drug manufacturing i like it yeah. maybe you've got a jedi padawan who's uh understanding the force a little differently ever since they went to like a dive bar or something and precisely and maybe they had an experience that's very dune of itself maybe they had an experience with the force induced by a drug and that led them to a more interest, more uh, unique understanding of the force than than maybe your average. Oh, I bet one. Qui Gon did drugs. Qui Gon totally toked out. Constantly. No, no one does drugs, and it's like we are we are all part of the living force, yeah. and also I can be separate from it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, no way he didn't do drugs. <laughs> he absolutely did drugs, but yeah. Bottom line, if your plan is to sensationalize drugs, to sensationalize drug use, to exploit it. That is the dark side. That is a path that will lead you down a, a very uncomfortable situation at the table, almost certainly. But if you come into drugs with an open mind, an open heart, ready to explore how it can add another interesting dimension to your story, I think you're going to have a great time. You're also welcome to, you know, uh, create a spice found by the party is absolutely a plot hook in itself. Yeah, like absolutely. Someone lost that spice and they're going to be looking for it. The one episode of the Clone Wars where uh, Trace, Rafa and Ahsoka have an argument about whether it's okay to do a spice running job for the pikes, lose the spice, and then have to deal with those consequences. That was, uh, you know, say what you will about those characters that are, everyone seems to have an opinion about those, but that plot, I loved. Like, a drug running gone bad is a classic, awesome plot device. Look at nearly any movie that came out in the 70s or 80s. Uh, Corvette Summer. <laughs> Which also has Luke Skywalker in it. It does indeed. <laughs> Mark Hamill reprises his role as Luke Skywalker as a teenager from L.A. getting lost in Las Before Vegas. Star Wars comes yeah. out. No, it's 78. You're uh, after. So <laughs> or two years after? Star Wars 76. Drugs are mind-altering substances, but they aren't person-altering substances. That's what I was alluding to earlier. Outside of very extreme and rare cases, your character on drugs isn't going to be different than they were before they started the drugs. They they will well they will be different, but they won't change. And it's, I'll, it's, I'll it's like I mean. similar to alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, instead of acting wildly out of character, consider that drugs, much like alcohol, amplify or suppress existing character traits. I'm not going to start doing something I would never, ever do because I hit the booth. That just doesn't happen. Sir, the odds of <laughs> the odds of doing something you wouldn't normally do after hitting the booth are 3,250 to 1. <laughs> wow. This is this is peak radio. I don't know why, but when you said it, I really wanted to hear C-3PO say hitting the booth. Yeah, I also (laughs) want to hear Anthony Daniel C-3PO say hitting the booth. But but yeah, a good example, a character who's usually maybe reticent, bookish, might find themselves even more contemplative and withdrawn when partaking of spice. Uh, Maybe they find themselves more open and to suggestion and experimentation like dancing at the club. But they aren't going to be bouncing off the walls like like squirrel or uh, what was it, over the hedge with the squirrel that was addicted to refined sugars. <laughs> yeah, I think about that a lot when I think about like how people think drugs are. You think that was an addiction thing? I thought it was more like that. That gave me the vibe of the kid whose parents wouldn't let him have sugar. And yeah, so when he yeah. Tries it for like, the first time, he just goes off the wall. Yeah, he it's not toddler it. with a latte if that's yeah. what you you think spice is. <laughs> Uh, maybe an energetic, more outgoing character will continue to be extroverted, but they might lose themselves in frenzied thoughts or emotions, depending on the, the substance they're, they're partaking of. Your big point is that if you come to my table, there's drugs involved in the plot and your character takes some and you go like, oh, man, these drugs. Dude. I start shooting all the people in the club. Yeah, yeah no, you're a loser, honestly, if you think that's <laughs> what it is. Um, you're, you're, Be cool, man. Be yeah. cool. <laughs> That's all I got to tell you. You want about drugs in Star Wars? Be cool. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. As always, thank you for listening to the Dark Times podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Dark Times SWSE. You can email us, darktimesswse at gmail.com. Uh, we just want to remind everyone that you can do Review us on Spotify. Yes. Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you send us those reviews and proof that you did those reviews, we'll shout yep. you out on the podcast. Screenshot, email, tell me on Discord. Maybe I'll remember. That works, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and don't forget, we do have a Patreon. Like, that supports the show directly. There's no, like, Steven's not lining his pockets like a... No. Like a Big wig, no. fat cat, uh, corporate chill. Every cent goes to podcast hosting. I, I, I think there's like $4 left over each month, and, and that usually goes to replacing equipment, buying Sam burritos. Uh, yeah, fuel like for the fire, fuel yeah. for the podcast fire. Precisely. Um, so we do, we're still working on that adventure module from episode 17. It's coming. That we did. I, Sam's shown me some promising preview things. Yeah, that might be I, I made really a really soon. cool map, yeah. uh, one of the several that are going to be in the little module there. Steven's still got his hex crawl guide. Yes, indeed. If you're interested in bringing uh, wilderness exploration, either or deep space exploration or deep space exploration uh, into your your campaign, go ahead and take a look at that. It's formatted to match uh, all your other Swissy Source books. It's got those crazy huge vertical margins. It's all the same fonts. There's some pretty art in there too. Might I want to take a look at that? They're not called the Unknown Regions for nothing, my man. Uh, also, don't forget. The patrons get to vote on the future build costs. Oh, yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, future foreshadowing. Oh, approaching. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get you guys back into the show. Strap in. We're we're hitting the hitting the jump to light speed. And we're hitting the boof. Hitting the boof to light speed. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I have brought us a build. Yes, we uh, we talked about this the other night. It's and, not, uh, it was a heated conversation. Yeah, and it's not a build... Where I show you how to do the most drugs in one full around action. No, Though we, this, we could 
Never but reach out to me if you want to know about that. <laughs> um, no, this is a build. For once, I have made a stat block for a character that exists in Star Wars canon. Isn't that neat? Yeah, but it did not have an official stat block. Did prior, not have an official right? stat block. Oh, no. Uh, this character's ma- name is Alon Sleesbagno. <laughs> you know, I've heard you say this name, but I'm only reading it now. That's and how it's dear, spelled. I, I know. I'm I'm impressed. I I can't believe they just put Sleesbag in his name. <laughs> uh, in the I think the Visual Dictionary for Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. they. Uh, they change it to Celsa Bagno or something, which his official name, like at time of filming, was Sleeves Bagano. It's, oh, that must have been just. For those unaware, silly. he is the gentleman who tries to sell Obi Wan Kenobi death sticks. And I believe shortly after the fact, he goes home and rethinks his life. More <laughs> on that later. Perhaps this the stat block would make a nice nod to the Star Wars universe in your own Swissy game. Uh, Alon is a, at least in Legends, he was a medical student who stole. Uh, medical supplies from the University of Coruscant and sold them to Crime Lord Hatlow. He also became addicted to death sticks himself, but his Belisar physiology protected him from the harsher effects. He also sold Rancor nail daggers to Boba Fett like four years later. So I guess he didn't really rethink his life. Yeah, you really. Well, this is realistic, I guess. He kind of waffles on the edge <laughs> with the with the good life. Um and the bad. Also, please, before you do anything else, before you listen to the rest of this episode, pause this episode right now. Right now. Go look up Hat Low on Wikipedia. Look up what he fucking looks like. I. This is another character who I'm just, I have no words. I'm just shocked. He looks I, like he's wearing like a full jean robe. He, <laughs> dude is like uncircumcised all the way up to the chin. It's it's a little impressive. I was shocked. His, his jaw skin. Jaw skin? Oh, no. Dude, we just lost a, a patron. I, I know might cut it. that one. No, I, I think you should leave Jorskin. <laughs> I think you should. You should. Okay. Oh, man. God. Anyways, uh, Alon is a Balasar Noble 1 Scoundrel 3, uh, CL4. With the species bonus and standard stat array, Alon can hold his own with plus 3 to dex, intelligence, and charisma. Hey. He falls a little short with constitution and has an abysmal wisdom of minus 2. Well, that's that's why he's unwise. That's I mean, he he tried to sell drugs to motherfucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Obi-Wan Basically mind Jesus. tricked his ass, no no trying. Just fucking therapy, bam. Basically Jesus. <laughs> Balasars can reroll perception while until while their antenna pulps are extended. And they also pass as human with them retracted with no deception check required. So can I. It's not a big deal. You can, <laughs> you can pass as human with no deception check. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty fair. Um, they get a toxic resistance. They get a plus five species bonus to fortitude defense against poisons and toxic atmospheres. I've heard that's because their home planet's like totally boring. Yeah, it's like, like real world. fucking polluted yeah. and shit. Nice. Uh, whether you'd let that apply to drugs in Swissy. Seems to be kind of up in the air. At least in Legends canon, he is more resistant to death sticks. I'd count, like, a resistance to poisons for resistance to drug effects and addiction, maybe. Probably, yeah. yeah. Toxicology includes. Depends on what uh, the attack is against, I guess, right? Uh, The death sticks addiction is against your fortitude defense. Okay, there you go. I'd probably count it there, yeah. Um, I gave him connections from the lineage talent tree. Uh, it lets him attain license, restricted military or illegal equipment without having to pay a licensing fee or endure a background check. Provided the total cost of the equipment is equal to or less than your credit character level times a thousand credits. In addition, when obtaining equipment or services through the black market, you reduce the black market cost multiplier by one. I gave him the expert briber feat. Uh, prerequisite charisma 13. When he uses the haggle or bribery application of the persuasion skill, he reduces the DC 
to reduce the price of the item haggled over by 10. We've uh, we've sung the praises of both connections and expert briber in previous apps. And uh, man, I, I just love these feats. And, oh, yeah. And so much. There's, there's a lot of really good feats that aren't combat based yeah. in Swissy. Yeah. And I know everyone wants to shoot stormtroopers and shit, but there are like, you know, Han Solo doesn't become a fucking world class smuggler by only shooting stormtroopers. No, oh. he becomes a world class smuggler by avoiding stormtroopers. Damn right. Uh, I gave him the silver tongue feat. He can intimidate or change attitude as a standard action, which is really cool. Uh, seducer talent from the misfortune talent tree. If he fails a persuasion check to change a target's attitude, he can immediately reroll the check using your deception skill in lieu of your persuasion. Uh, yeah. The reroll must be accepted, even if it's worse. I like that. I love second chance persuasion check stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, if you, oh, if you didn't uh, persuade, you can try and lie your way through it, which is always nice. You mean seducer talent tree is available to characters other than sexy, boobalicious Lando space Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Stupid sexy Lando. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. That's our first t-shirt. <laughs> I also gave him, last but not least, uh, Outsider's Query from the Outsider Talent Tree. He can use his Outsider status as an excuse for mistakes, missteps, or social offenses. If he fails a persuasion check to change the target's attitude, the target's attitude does not change. You can also attempt to change the target's attitude one additional time per encounter. I didn't know about that talent. That's really cool. I don't know of any other way to uh, change a target's attitude multiple times in the same encounter. That's that's usually a once per day situation. Well, and that's why Obi-Wan didn't just fucking cut his arm off like he does to other dudes in the future. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, let's compare the two times Obi-Wan's been harassed at a bar. <laughs> yeah, he killed a guy. <laughs> or he told him to go home and think his life. Did Obi-Wan, he kill that guy in, on Tatooine? The guy got his arm cut off? Yes! Is he dead? He's an, aqu- he's an Aqualish on Tatooine. Of course he died after he got his arm cut off. They don't have the right kind of shit to take care of him there. <laughs> also, who would take care of him? There's no fucking healthcare on Tatooine. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I saw someone say online that, uh, that Disney's been gentrifying Tatooine by showing, like, functional infrastructure and, like, the fancy, like... Restaurant lounge in Book of Boba Fett. Oh no, that's totally. I feel like that's fine. Yeah, I feel like it's fine. Too. Yeah, they pay a protection fee. To, that's if anything, that's not good infrastructure. It's in fact just just extortion is what it is. I, if if Tatooine should have one thing, it should have extortion. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, I think the the you the uh, inclusion of the body mod people yeah. is really cool because yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, they're probably not going to have fucking Bacta on no, Tatooine. Definitely not. What do they have on Tatooine? A fuck ton of droid parts. <laughs> just just solder that shit to my skull. Looks cool. <laughs> Got a migraine? Solder some shit to your skull. <laughs> Man. Now you can catch the pod races on radio. Shit, that's not a bad idea. That's it for Alon. He's only level four. He's not a huge build. But, no. you know, he's an early level mook. That players might recognize and will be happy to take out. Oh, I'm or sure. Or a friend, yeah, depending I mean, on where honestly, it goes. Like you, you've pulled some pocket pick NPCs on me before as a as a player. And honestly, if you came at me with, uh, sorry, let me read that name <laughs> off one more time, Elon Sleaze Bagano. Oh man, I would love I would love the reference. I, I love the idea of the DM uh, stating this character and having someone roll galactic lore and then being like, yeah, he's none other than a lawn sleeves bag. And now they're like, who is that? It's like, you know, that guy in attack of the clones <laughs> name's Alon. Wait, no fuck name's sleaze bag. 
a lawn sleeves bag enough. I hear you're looking for death sticks. <laughs> but like, yeah, imagine being the DM who has to explain that he's from Attack of the Clones and he tried to sell death sticks to Obi-Wan. Thank you for this build, Sam. I um do you want to touch on our conversation last night where you were like, oh yeah, it's gonna extrapolating him, maybe a little higher level, maybe he's a crime lord now. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, what if he's like a crime lord in, in times of like the Rise of the Empire era or something? And I like said, that. shut the fuck up. I want you to get back. Get back there. Get back in your desk. I want the, the sleaziest, scummiest CL4 stat block you can muster for the show. I chose CL4 because uh, the um the Clone Wars fan source book yeah. actually lists him as CL4. Oh, that's pretty And cool. that sounded pretty mook enough yeah, for me. Yeah, I think that's an appropriate level for like a... Considering Obi-Wan was like level 14. Probably, <laughs> In yeah. episode two. <laughs> Man, I just... Sleaze bagging I'm not over it Sleaze still. Sleaze Players, another round of name that NPC or I literally kill you. Oh, no, I, I really thought this was going to be a one-off <laughs> sort of thing. I'm not ready to die, Sam. Death awaits us all. <laughs> Steven, I've got a stat block here. I'll tell you some some kind of background information about the stat block, and then I'll go dive into the stat block itself. Cool, cool. Um, we're going to change the rules up a little bit. Okay. At any time... You can ask me a question first okay. before you give your guess. Okay. I can give you, I can ask you one question before yeah. my guess. Yes. Okay. okay cool. Not the name of the character. Don't yeah, fucking try that no, shit. I, I, yeah, but it can yeah. be like what species or okay. what's the, this score? What does okay. it have this talent or something like that? Okay. Okay. This is from the Star Wars Saga Edition Web Enhancements. Oh. <laughs> I know the look oh, on your no. face. Affiliation The Fringe. Oh. I'm talking about, we're talking about uh, CL10. Uh, Weequay, Scoundrel 5, Noble 3, Crime Lord 2, Destiny Points 3, Force Points 6, Dark Side Score 3. Uh, anyone at home, you know, if you think you've got it, please let it tell us if you got it before Steven did. Yeah, call it in. <laughs> call it in. <laughs> uh, we got Languages Basic, Srilurian, uh, and Expressive Pheromones because Weequay have pheromones. of course. Uh, as for talents, we're looking at Demand, Surrender, Fool's Luck, Knack, Notorious, Presence, Surprise Strike, Tactical Superiority. Now, uh, th- this isn't my question, okay? okay. This is just a, yeah. a, like a general question. Is, is this a named stat block? Like it's a named, named stat character? block. Named okay. stat block. This is relevant to the episode, even. I, 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 I even tied it into the spice theme. Okay. The character who's dealt with spice in the past. You can ask a question about era, anything you want to ask about. Okay. okay. Um, uh, feats, bad feeling, careful shot, dead eye, natural leader, precise shot, point blank shot, rapid shot, weapon efficiency, pistols, rifles, and simple weapons. Skills, deception plus 12, initiative plus 12, persuasion plus 17, Reroll to intimidate, keep better result. That's cool. And pilot plus twelve. So, all right, I got my my one question. What's your question? Does he is he active during the Clone Wars? Yes. Do you have a guess? Yeah, but I, I'm really not confident because I, I don't <laughs> think there's an official stat block for this character. But I'm going to go anyway. Hondo Anaka? Holy shit, Steven, another one of one! Oh, the really? look in your face right now. Yes, it's Hondo what? Anaka. I didn't know they did a, a web enhancement for Hondo. Absolutely. I would have guessed way earlier. Well, can I read this first paragraph yes, from the, please, from the go stat ahead. block? There are not many in the galaxy that can say they captured a Sith Lord alive. Far fewer can say they captured not only a Sith Lord, but two of the greatest Jedi of the Clone Wars. Only Hondo Anaka can say that. He and his pirate crew did that not once, but twice. Wow. 
Drop my clicker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Holy shit, Steven, you got it. Two I honestly didn't think you were going to get it. I, I was like, this week. one might be a <laughs> I live another week. When I, when I heard Weequay, I was like, well, the I thought only... Weequay would be the dead giveaway. Well, for yeah, because sure. I was like, I only know one named Weequay, but I don't know if it works out like literally like license wise, like who had the Star Wars license at the time for there to be a web enhancement Hondo knocker. But I was like, OK, there isn't a Soka one. So there might be a Hondo one. I thought I honestly thought he would be like a threat to the galaxy stat block or something like that, but no. I no. Uh oh, there's another um oh that's a homebrew. Yeah, I, I fucking explicitly did not look for homebrew stat yeah, blocks because that'd be such fair. bullshit. Wow, I love that there's an official Hondo stat block uh, for the miniatures game, no less. As a, as a cross promotion, right? Yeah, that's what that's the whole thing so was. Funny. Wow, that actually, this must have been one of the last like web enhancements. Probably. Um Actually, speaking of the miniatures game, I did buy a miniature from the miniatures game to use in Swissy. Yes, you did. My clone trooper sergeant, uh, Pulse. Pulse. <laughs> he has the the olive green armor with the dots on it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I want a miniature for this character, but there's not really anything like, I didn't want to get like a Lego minifigure no. or something, but there, there was one for the, literally this miniatures game. They did a clone trooper sergeant and it came with a little card and everything for it too, which was really cool. Uh, Sam. It's time yet again for another build contest, I think. We let the irons cool off enough to let you guys get a rest, but now back to it. Come on, snap, snap. I want some some, uh, some builds blocks. in here, folks. Come on. <laughs> you guys know the rules. In case you don't, uh, you will submit a build no later than Sunday, April 24th, 11.59 p.m. Straight to oh, our... Pacific e- time. Pacific time, yes. Straight to our email inbox at darktimeswissy at gmail.com. The character must be level 10, and they must have at least one level in Force Adept Y. Well, Steven, uh, you know, we're on that Kenobi creep. Kenobi's coming out next month. And what's a big thing about Kenobi that we haven't seen till recently? I think there's some Inquisitors in that show, Sam. Yeah, let's, let's spice up the Inquisitor game. Seriously. You know? I want to see some damn interesting Inquisitors. I'm sick of second brother, third sister. I want to see second cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. First grandpa. <laughs> Send us an Inquisitor, whether that's the Inquisitorious from Legends that are kind of more independent agents or where it's like a Disney-style Inquisitor where they have this like crazy weird family cult thing going on. Or if your own visions for an Inquisitor. Absolutely. Uh, it does not have to explicitly be one of Darth Vader's Inquisitorius. No. Uh, it could be like a uh, a sequel era Inquisitor. Who's seriously. Got, you know, they, they pull some crazy shit like that all the time in Star Wars. But yeah. This is more about the spirit of the Inquisitor. A dark side force user. Maybe they were a Jedi. Maybe they have never seen a Jedi before, but are trained to hunt and kill force users. Uh, and a special word out to you listeners. A lot of the same people submit for a build contest, and I think that's fantastic. I think they should keep doing that. You guys are all talented. You guys really know your shit. If you've never submitted a build to a build contest before, if you aren't confident in your build-making abilities, well, dear listener, I want to see your submission for this contest, please. If you're new to Swiss and you're still learning what it is even to make a build or stat block, I would love to see your efforts, and I'd love to feature them on the show. As always, a week after submission, we will have a voting round at our Patreon for patrons only. And then the week after that, right? No, so it's oh. it's next week we'll talk about the builds. Yep. They'll go live for voting for yep. the week after. And then the week after we'll talk about the um we'll do the talk about who won. Yeah, we'll do the showcase on the show and then the winner winner will be Which will be our, our May the fourth episode. Absolutely. And then the winner winner will be decided by our patrons, which we will announce. May the 4th. 
May the 3rd. May the 3rd, yeah. But it's our May the 4th. It's our May the 4th episode. episode. I've got some trivia this week, Stephen. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. Did you know that Yub Nub, or Ewok Celebration, as it is in basic, of course, from the Return of the Jedi, was written by Joseph Williams with help from his dad, John Williams. Uh, Joseph Williams is the lead singer for a little band called Toto. You might have heard of it. Right here, they bless the rain. (laughs) They bless the rain down on Camino. Nice. (laughs) Um... They also wrote uh, Lapti Neck, as heard in Jabba's Palace. Oh. Both were written originally in English and then translated to Ewok and Huddies, which sounds batshit insane to me. That's a <laughs> hell of a way to go about doing that, but honestly, I respect it. <laughs> so, like, did they have an Ewok, like, language, like, dictionary, like, set no, or something? No, they definitely didn't, like, make a language. So they it's must like have just, like, gibberish. made it up as they went on. I think so. I think but they maybe the lyrics full... were written, like, for English, and then they were like, okay, what the fuck does this sound like an Ewok? Do you think then? the English lyrics are out there somewhere? Oh, I'd love... Maybe next week we'll see if we can find Let's them. see if we can track them down. Thank you so much for listening to Dark Times Podcast. The show is produced and edited by me, Sam. Steven is my co-host. You can reach out to us on Twitter, DarkTimesSWSE. Or email us at darktimesswse at gmail.com. Steven, do you have a call for us this week? This effort is no longer profitable! (laughs) Good night, everyone. Gunray? No, that's that's Hondo. Fuck, it is Hondo. You're right. Yeah, I would never do a new Gunray <laughs> voice on the show. That's not. Oh man, Hondo's so fucking cool because he's he's the guy who like has the balls to capture Dooku and then has the balls to talk to Dooku afterwards as if nothing happened. I like him. It's, it is funny. I love him for that. I like him in Rebels because he's like totally wet brained out, but then he's like borderline senile. It's so fucking funny because he's like, oh, I'm just an old man. Help me push these guys. Yeah. You're now you're my first mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're partners i love wow, you do a really wow. good hondo thank you i did play a week away for like two weeks yeah <laughs> that was uh wow yeah no it's uh, transitioning between characters i gave sam a, a rando like uh pre-built um pirate week way i made and sam really really I owned it. it and ran yeah uh, as i do with every character i get everything you commit